Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, calm morning. parents. How are you? How are you, Krista? Good. good. Yes. Good. good. Yeah. You? So I want to just welcome everyone and announce that I've got Krista here, Krista Downey, and she is from Cornell Engineering Career Center. And you've spent the past 20 some years working with graduates and undergraduates at Cornell at the engineering school, right? Yes. Um, so tell us first a little bit more about what you do there and how you got into that. Yes, so I currently work with engineering and computers and information science students. I also spent several years working with the liberal arts students, so I have a mix. That's like spect and both ends of the spectrum right there, right? <laughs> it really is. It really is on so many levels. And uh, so what I find that I do a lot of is cheerleading, helping students to really embrace what their strengths are and to see how they can use those strengths and talents out in the world. Yeah, that's great. How did you get into that? Yeah. So I, as an <laughs> undergraduate, I was very active on campus. And so mm -hmm. I went to graduate school for higher education, college student personnel, and I've been working on college campuses since. And career services is the place that brings me the most joy. Mm. It's, a, you know, it's a joyful place. You're helping people figure out what they want to do, how they want to make an impact, helping them find jobs. So everyone's happy. Woo, that's a big one right now, always. I mean, I think too, there's been such a trend with um, trying to find jobs. You know, you hear this whole thing with the millennials and now Gen Z that are actually, you know, getting these great college degrees and then go, moving back home because they can't find anything. So have you found that true at in Cordell or is that, that um, that's not, not, I mean, not a lot. We don't, we don't see a lot of that. Students tend to find jobs uh, right after graduation or within a few months of graduation. And yeah, they tend to be pretty successful, which uh, makes my job a lot, easier. a lot easier. It might have to do with Cornell, um, <laughs> right? But I think that also brings up the question because I know a lot of parents in, in the area I live in, but I know across the United States, you know, are very focused on making sure their kids are set up for success, right? So it starts really early. Um, making sure they've got the good grades, they've got, they're building up their resume to get into the right school, they're getting into the right school, they're taking the right, getting the right degree. And I see a lot of this, um, but I also see a lot of kids that are really depressed and listless and unexcited about their future. And I'm curious, you know, what you see about that and what kind of, what you see that works to help kids set up for success and what doesn't work. Yes, so what works is encouraging young people to be curious and encouraging them to explore the things 
that interests them. When I speak with students as they arrive on campus, I've always said, go and spend your first year or two just checking things out. Attend lectures that interest you. Join clubs that interest you. Don't worry at all how it relates to your career. Then come to us when you're a sophomore and maybe entering junior year at the latest, and we will figure that out together. We'll uh -huh. make those connections of how you can then use your interests and your passions, if you have them, your strengths, certainly, you'll have a better sense of by then, or we'll help you figure it out, and to use those out in the world. So where there's there's certain careers that I know a lot of parents are very focused on because they seem they are the more secure, they're the more likely to make money, right? The things that we want for our kids. So if kids are going out and just doing what they enjoy, do they end up, what happens if they don't choose a career that is one of these select careers that parents want for their kids? Yeah. If those folks graduate and have a skill set that involves curiosity and problem solving and networking and really being open to possibility, then they tend to be successful. Even if their first job, maybe they couldn't really see past that and where it will lead. If they have those qualities, then they're successful. So the things that I encourage are to be curious, really ask a lot of questions, talk to people about the work they do and the problems they face to get a sense of what's out there. And then Think about what are solutions to those problems? How might I help if I'm to use my data analysis skills? How might I help if I'm to use my design skills? And then tap into that network as well. Talk to a variety of people. Talk to the people who are one step ahead, who mm -hmm. maybe just had that internship, that first internship that you're looking to have, right? So people graduate with those skills, I'm confident that they will find success and joy. Well, one thing I know too is a lot of the jobs that are going to be available for our kids don't exist now. I, I know I went into content marketing when I was in college. I mean, the internet didn't even exist, so barely exist. No, it didn't really exist. So like that job was not even the realm of possibilities. So, you know, but I had the skill set based on what I enjoyed doing that led me there. And then, of course, I went back into psychology because that's what I really wanted to do. But a lot of people told me, oh, you can't do that unless you get, you know, your Ph.D. And at that point, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get my Ph.D. That's crazy. I don't want to be in school forever. And then I went back and got it. But I think one of those stories, too, is what I really wanted to do. I was led away from because it was not practical, right? So do you see that happen a lot? I do see that happen. And I see that happen from the saddest part to me is the peers, you know, who were telling each other what they could or shouldn't be doing or um, what they might be good at or capable of or what possibilities exist as though they no. <laughs> and so, yeah, right. Um, none of us. Know they know from what they've been told by people right. that also don't know. <laughs> right, exactly. So none of us know all these possibilities, but I'm a possibility person. And I think if you're open to that, there's a lot out there. And so I really work with students to think about, okay, but just the what, what if, what if you were going to do whatever it is that you want? What if you were going to solve that problem that just itches you every day? 
what what might you do? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we can think about some of these practical things. Absolutely. And then let's think about, you know, maybe you're going to solve that problem later on. Maybe you're going to do that on the side while you have this full-time job. But just getting students to think about those possibilities gets them there sooner. So then, you know, they feel like they have this safety while also this sense of possibility. And then they're slowly able to get closer to Mm -hmm. that thing that's exciting to them. Now, one thing I haven't heard you say is make sure you get straight A's and focus 100% on your schoolwork. Why is that? Because that's a big focus is like even in um, high school, it's like, you know, get your straight A's. Yeah. There are certain jobs, um, there are certain things in life where you're going to need those straight A's, right? If you want to be a medical doctor, if you want to get a PhD, there's certain things to go off to many graduate programs. If that's your goal, you're probably already getting straight A's, right? (laughs) And then if that's not your thing, there are plenty of other opportunities for you. Certainly, I recommend everyone make the most of the education that's put in front of them, that's Mm -hmm. available to them. I'm not suggesting that people slack off. Right. I think people should put in their all, do the best they can, uh, lean into their strengths, take the courses that interest them, that challenge them, and Mm -hmm. do their best. And um, the rest will follow. So what about the kids um, that are there because their parents want them to be there? Because Cornell is one of those schools where parents really, you know, you have a baby and you dream one day they're going to be, you know, Ivy yeah. League. So what about the kids that are there because that's what their parents really want for them? But Absolutely. There are many students that end up at these top schools because that's what was expected, because they were getting A's all along and it made sense. Doesn't mean that that student can't take advantage of all the possibilities and then go off and do something that really brings them energy that lights their heart, right? So you can, you know, you make the most of what you have and there's a lot of room for that. And that's what the folks in the career offices are able to do is to really help students think about how, how do we make the most of where you are right now in this mm. situation? Because even if you feel like you need to study a particular thing, doesn't mean you can't have extracurriculars and courses that are doing some other It doesn't mean that you can't take that coursework and apply it to something that really brings you joy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about seeing the possibility. Okay. So, so much of what you're saying that I'm hearing is it's about the dreaming and following what is in your heart, not necessarily what's in your parents' heart. It's taking advantage of wherever you're at. So, if you are at this school because, or any school, because that's what your parents said, we want to make sure that you're getting the right school, right? You're getting the right education to take advantage of that, even if that's not necessarily where you want to be. But as a parent, before we even get them into school, is it a focus? Should we be really focused on what school they get into, or should we be focused on what their dream is and what's the best way to achieve that dream. I I like the idea of focusing on what their dream is. I also think that dream can change. And so, you know, to really think about where do I want to make an impact? 
And, you know, that dream might be one way. Maybe there are some other ways that come up. Encourage young people to think about what are the problems I want to help solve? Mm -hmm. And what are the solutions that I can think of right now, knowing that I'll probably think of other solutions later. And that helps open possibilities. And the practical side of this is that this is what employers are looking for. They're looking for critical thinkers and problem solvers. So, and they're looking for people who are passionate about their work. So you can't show up to a job interview or a career fair and say, I want to work for your company because you're the top company in the industry. Your mom and dad told me I should work for you. And they're gonna say, that's why there's a line of an hour long. Right? Like, right. So tell me why you're a good fit and why you're yeah. a good fit because you care about the work the company does. You know a little bit about some of the specifics and you're a creative problem solver. And so you have some ideas and you can talk intelligently about those ideas. So it's really about finding what motivates and inspires your kid and then helping them find ways to use that. I love the, you know, to solve a problem. Like what can you offer the world and with these skills? And the skills may be something that we don't necessarily think are practical, right? But again, we don't know what the world's going to look like. So I know a lot of parents that are very frustrated because their kids want to do something with video games because they love that. But oh my gosh, have you seen what the video gaming world does and how much, so much more of the world has become virtual where that opens up this enormous opportunity that we don't even know exists. Right. So not necessarily insulting or putting down what we think is a waste of time if they're super passionate about it. And I've watched people play video games. I can't play them, but they're intense and problem solving and, you know, figuring out how to maneuver through these. So the reason I bring that up is because I think that's one of the things parents complain about the most. Um, but just where their passion lies, how do you direct that rather than pushing it aside and saying, do this instead? Is that, do you agree with that? You're, you're, you've got it. That's exactly right. So what advice can you give parents that have teenagers that are either about to go into college or are now in college and maybe not really happy about it or with what they're doing or even if they're clashing with what you want versus what your teen wants? Do you have any advice for that? I mean, I would say that by the time your teen graduates high school and leaves the nest, at least, you know, that temporary uh move you, you've taught them everything you know you've taught them what they need to, to to move forward the basics certainly there's more they'll learn from you in life but they have what they need and to support them and be there for the student when they call when they have questions when they need support and to trust that they will also get that support from other people in other ways and they'll figure it out yeah it might take a little longer and that's okay, you know, I have looked back on some of the decisions I made in college and think, oh, if only I had, if only I had, you know, but it's okay, here I am now, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it all works out, it's yeah. fine. Um, Krista, anything else before we go that you want to make sure the parents or their kids know about, because again, Getting into college and school and planning it for the future is, that is a big focus for most parents. And a lot of kids have no clue. 
Right, right. And I would say it's not the biggest decision. It'll be okay, right? Make a decision that feels right for you at the time and it will work out. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for jumping on. I appreciate it so much. I know you don't, typically don't do this. And I was like, Kristen, you have to come on. Please Thank join you. me. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really fun. happy to share. Yeah, this is wonderful. All right. Thank you everyone for jumping on and joining. I hope it helped. It helped me. I know. So hopefully it helped everyone else. And we will see you later. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.